Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Statistics Sean David. Welcome to the ER. This is War. Wrestling Authority Radio is now live. Uh, come on. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, where where the hell is my clip? I, was, I thought I did that. I thought I did that. I was muted. Sorry, folks. I thought it was uh, Steve, I am not seeing this clip. Could you find it, please, and play it? Oh. Can't find it. I need to clean up the soundboard again. Again or still? Well, Darren Gold oh. Vincent. Oh. All right. Uh, let me see if I can find this. I'm going to hang you by your taint. Well, Steve labels shit differently than I do, and that's why we always have problems. I've tried to get him to label shit yeah. my way. And, okay.
Wrestling Authority Radio with your host, Jeff Blue, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and low wrestling fans, it's time for war. Authority Radio is now live. Like to welcome you all in. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my lovely co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane. Go on, Blue. That's you. I hear tapping. I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Just Blue, aka Mouse Mayhem. Excuse me. And the other reason why this show is a bag of boobs and not a bag of dicks anymore? Chaotic Katie. Well, I think it's 50-50. We have, we have Steve and I providing the sausage fest and you guys providing the pink taco and boob fest. Boob fest. Everybody loves boobs. Even gay men love boobs. Okay. I everybody like boobs, boobs for it's one story. reason, because they go squish. Okay, I was told gay men still like boobs because, after all, they're still men. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah. Facebook decided it was going to white out my screen. That's always oh, fun. Huh. Come back, Facebook. I, Come back to me, Facebook. This is the sign that I need to clean this computer up again. Yep. Oh, boy, that'll be a fun project. Um, anyway, uh, I'd like to welcome later. everyone in tonight. Um <laughs> We're going to discuss a lot of different things. Uh, we're going to have our hot topic tonight, um, and I'm just going to pick one at random, and we're going to discuss things. So uh, okay. we'll have fun. We'll be here for uh, the next uh, hour and uh, 53 minutes. We will be live, and if you have something that you need to get off your chest tonight, uh, we're going to allow you to call in at 213-943-3719. Now, no haters. We have ways of knowing who you are now that we didn't have before. So don't test me. I'm not I'm not in the mood to be tested tonight. I, I will eat your face off if I don't allow Uh-oh. Katie or Jess to do it first. No, let, let me let me yeah. eat the face. I, 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 man, I had a rough night last night. I deserved lots of face eating. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got nothing. Well, I'm behaving myself. I'm trying to put myself in timeout tonight. Trying to behave myself okay, after last night. Okay, how how in the hell can you be a co-host on this show if you have to, if you behave yourself? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, that those two co-hosts on this show would behave it. yourself. I'm coming out of the corner. Not. Let's do this, okay. bitches. Nobody puts blue in the corner, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh God. You okay. really went there, uh, Katie. The first you thing, really yes, went I there. Did. I sure did. Oh, first, first thing, thing AJ Styles. He said, uh, "Hold on, Steve." Yeah, about one that. Time, one time. I don't have a. Well, 
selling dirt sheets for the past, well, ever since the rally in, uh, I believe it was Jacksonville, Florida, for All Elite Wrestling, there have been multiple, multiple, multiple fake stories to come out. And I am going to report now the latest one. The report that was reported that Randy Orton was offered a contract with AEW are false. Good. Oh my god. I think his dad would punch him the fuck out. Put put on put on his fake cast and beat him with it for an hour if he ever did that. Hey now, I've seen him I've seen him lately. Uh well not lately, but within the last couple of years and he still had that fucking cast on. I think that's like that that's like a what, twenty to thirty year injury, Steve? Him and Mike yeah, Sharp like, like that. Him and Mike Sharp. <laughs> him and him and Iron Mark Sharp. You know? Yeah. I'm injured. Well, I'm injured. actually, 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 Orton's arm he actually Orton's arm healed. Mike Sharp's never did. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, Rest in peace, Mike. We here. miss you. That I was a, that was a I good dude. You. But uh, yes, there, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by this: you cannot believe oh. everything that you read uh. on the internet when it comes to all elite wrestling or WWE, because there are people out there that are writing stories for these sites that are coming up with shit out of their ass just to draw hits to their sites. Um, there, there are multiple sites that have gone to shit over this, and I'm praying to God Wrestling News Source is not the next one to go to shit because that's what I've used for dec- almost, well, shit, 17 years. No, oh, nope, they were established in 2006, so I don't know who I used when I first started in the business, but uh, I've been using Wrestling News Force since 2006, so. Let's put it this way. Okay. I date, I date all the way, I date all the way back to <clears throat> Prodigy. Mm, I don't, I only, I only know what these guys taught me, you know, I only go where they tell me to go, I didn't know nothing before them. Yeah. All oh, right. There is the new original page, which was uh, created by Bob Ryder, who uh, later, of course, created OneWrestling.com, um, which is now primarily run by our good friend Bill After. Uh, Bob also uh, worked for uh, TNA for quite a while. Uh, Speaking of uh, TNA, uh, there is. Okay. All right. Let, all let right. me get to this. Stop. Stop uh, each other. On this Randy Orton thing. Uh-huh, um, thank you, Katie. Um, thank you. And uh, this comes from uh, Sean Ross uh, Sapp of uh, Fightful.com. Um, the uh, actually, what the word is around backstage is that uh, what Randy Orton has said is, "Eh, I talked to him. Why not?" So it's neither a confirmation nor a denial. No. Um, we will see he's what just, happens. He's just confirming. You know? He's just confirming that he spoke to them. It means nothing. Yeah, we know. We know that there are well, WWE guys out there that are talking with AEW, and it's not making Vince a very happy camper. It's making Vince shit his and, pants in ways. Uh, well, but we and, have and another, another rumor, guys. As to, maybe Vince uh, shouldn't play uh, favorite. Somebody else. As to somebody else that is. Uh, 
I'm definitely uh, willing to talk to them after their contracts expire uh, later on this year. Jimmy and Jay, <laughs> you. Now that oh. I that I I don't know that I I don't know I don't, think I don't so. know that that would work I don't think so that I don't I don't see the I don't see long? the I don't see the Uzo Penitentiary gimmick getting over in AEW It's just it's grown stale okay. Can can you um can you, it really hasn't grown stale It's still pretty cool Can you please ex- explain why it wouldn't get over in AAW You mean AEW A-E-W? A-E-W is in Chicago. A-E-W, I don't believe believe that they would be an asset to their roster at this time. Now, that's not to say that they couldn't repackage them. uh, They don't have a majority of their roster announced yet, Katie. They're They're still in the signing process, which is why I think that uh, rally that they did was done a little bit more, uh, a little bit premature. I don't know that if I would have well, had the funding that AEW had, that I would have, I would have announced the pay per view. But they don't have any real good signings other than Jericho. That's I mean, what they've I'm got well, they've got knows well, they they have. Oh. Hold on, nope. don't cut me off. They've got and the signings. They've got the signings that. Uh, they did from the first all in. They signed Penelope Ford. They signed Joey Janela. They signed Hangman Page. They signed uh, MJF. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Um, but there has not been that one signing besides Jericho, and we knew that was coming, that has really made people go, oh my God. So yeah, we know that remember, there's still. Sean. Remember, tomorrow night, right around this time, is going to be the double or nothing ticket rally in Las Vegas. Well, and hopefully who knows we'll have some more announcements for us on that. They, they are supposedly supposed to. Um, they are supposedly now we, supposed to. We do have news on the TNA front. Uh, well, the Impact Wrestling front. A former world champion will be returning to Impact Wrestling on the date of April 4th for the United We Stand pay-per-view. Cool. I believe United... Let me check this. Hold on. United Impact Wrestling, United We Stand. Uh, All right, Uh, you need to tune into Impact this Friday because they are going to announce the main event for United We Stand, which is going to be at the Rahway Rec Center in New Jersey that our good friend Pat Buck used to run. Okay. Uh, With... uh, Oh, God, what was the name of the promotion before he called it Russell Pro? It was something else, and I can't even remember what the hell the um, name of it was. NJPW. North Jersey Pro Wrestling. Um, anyway, this this will be interesting because uh, this is a event that will be happening on a Thursday. 
I don't. It is not a pay-per-view. I stand corrected on that, but it will be an event that takes place during WrestleMania week in New Jersey. So, uh, this they say this will be a monumental announcement of the main event for United We Stand, and that it is going to uh, probably shake the foundation of Impact Wrestling. So, I expect that former world champion that's going to be returning. I expect that announcement to be made this Friday on Impact Wrestling. Um, you can follow that on Twitch. If you don't have uh, the channel on your uh, home TV experience like I don't, you can watch it on Twitch. That's what I've been doing. Or there are yep. sites out there that you can go back and stream it on uh, like you can with the pay-per-views that you miss, like um, New Japan and stuff, which – I got to catch up on that because I'm totally behind on that, but that's besides the point. Um, so yes, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, impact is coming with guns a blazing and all elite wrestling. Now I, I'm going to say this much. They don't have the time to pull it off this year, but I definitely expect all elite wrestling to do something wherever WrestleMania is next year. I would not, I would not be surprised. You have to remember that uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor are teaming up to do Madison Square Garden during WrestleMania week. So anything is possible at this point. And I believe next year we're going to get a taste of all elite wrestling at or during the week of um, WrestleMania, which will be exciting. Or they will do a pay-per-view head-to-head. Well, no, what I'm thinking is, now this, and again, everything that we're saying here, folks, is just total speculation on our parts, okay? We have no inside information. Right. We have no inside information, and that's but here's what I would here's what I would venture to say for next year, Sean. What was that? I missed Watch it. Watch them. I'm, I'm trying to talk right now, Sean. Hang on. Oh, okay. This is this is my thought that they will do one the week before. They're not going to try and go head to head with Vince. They'll try and steal his thunder by going the week before. I could see that. I honestly could. But I could also do the, see them doing something. Now, you got to remember, if they land TBS, you have to remember the inception of Clash of the Champions. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That was I could see them yeah, doing that something was, like that. Right, right. That, that's very, that could be possible. And I, you know... And I can and I can understand that. I mean, you know, after all, uh, Clash of the Champions is the is the event that puts Sting in the public eye on a main event level, which uh, he had not been previously. He had been a mid card guy. He'd been a mid card guy in uh, Bill Watts UWF uh, before Crockett bought them out. So, you know, it it could very it could very well happen. 
Well, the other thing um, that you have to consider, and we're going to discuss this with the girls for a minute. The other thing that you have to consider is if they were to do a big event and air it on, you know, free television. Who? who? All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, oh, next yeah. year during Mania. Okay. If they oh, were to do. Okay. AEW. I don't do good with too many freaking. Mm. <laughs> no, we'll just call I, it all in here. The A can't. Okay, and it's got nothing to do it's with being Canadian. Locks on the Canadian. The A is at the wrong end. Okay, all right. This isn't cool anymore, Steve. You're not allowed to make fun of me. We've all uh, being Canadian because you're half Canadian. Yeah. By the way, Jess, he's half he's half hoser, so he can stop making fun of me. So yeah, there's your one. One you said I get two. You said I get okay. two per show. Okay. I I, you know what? You I know got what? that one out of the way. I, I have okay. I have OCD and and Darren brought home some really good stuff. So I'm giving you three because I'm in, in a, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you we'll three. Just, we're just gonna call. Uh, we're just gonna refer to AEW as all elite for right now. Uh, for okay. Katie's purposes, so she doesn't A-E-W-E-O-W. get AEW. M J P W R O H. That's it. Okay. No, I'm really hot. Um, we are. We are going to. I'm going to say that um, I could see all of these running an event. Even WrestleMania is on a Sunday, so this this is a possibility. But I could see all elite running an event head to head with Vince. And offer it in on cable television to where you don't have to use buy a pay per view. Very strong Uh-oh. possibility. There you go. We're getting tased. Yeah. Or here's the other thing they could run on Saturday going head to head with TakeOver. And I could see that too. You know, and that's and see now that's going to depend because of course, guys, we know you know, and we've talked about it here uh, in the past with the uh, Fox deal. Fox has talked about wanting to um, add NXT as well as as SmackDown. Now, if they do that, the takeovers would be aired on Fox and not on the network anymore. So yeah, I. There's a so there's a lot of ifs and okay. really question, yeah. Question, question. Okay. I see that hand. Go ahead. Okay. There's where Vince makes a lot of his his cashola is on his pay per views. Now, if everybody's <laughs> going to be key, because to me, as the fan, I'm going to say this. To me, NXT was okay. I'm not going to call it a novelty because it's not. It was a special thing. It was something special. You couldn't watch it on normal wrestling. Like you couldn't, I couldn't watch it on normal cable, and I didn't have WWE. I didn't get to see that tough enough because I didn't have WWE Network or, or any of the special stuff. So it's special, all right? And if people want to feel special, they better go get the WWE Network because if they're not, they're not as special as their buddies right. next door and their buddies across the street and everybody at school who has the WWE Network and they don't have it. So to take something like NXT and put it on normal everyday television that everybody can watch, everybody, that just doesn't make it special anymore. I'm sorry. And we talked Actually, about that makes it awesome. 
Okay, that makes it awesome because that makes wrestling acceptable. Okay, you and I are going to exchange here. Okay, but also, at the same time, it's like, okay, why don't we get to give the people something new? You know? Like, we had WCW, WWE, and Impact, well, TNA, all at the same time. So maybe they can pull the, hmm, let's give, some, let's give them something different, you know, because the 205 is not working. No, it's 205, they, they fucking failed the cruiserweight division once again, yeah. and it's totally back. sad because there are a lot Sorry, of talented workers that are on that program that are requesting their their departure from WWE, and Hideo Itami right. is one of them, and I thought Hideo Itami was going to be one of the biggest stars WWE had ever seen. Yeah. Well, because tonight, they don't use their proper... Uh, go ahead, Jess. That's because they don't use their, their talent properly. They bury their good talent. They... Write uh-huh. the same stories for the same five people over and over and bury the rest of their uh-huh. talent in the roster. It's overplayed. Uh-huh. And if they were uh-huh. to make wrestling on a channel that everybody was accessible, it could actually open up wrestling to a whole new generation and a whole new idea of people instead of everybody having to pay extra to get wrestling. We could have a whole new league of fans and open it up and I am all about it because Vince makes enough money putting asses in seats and every time his logo is on something be it a toy, be it an overpriced worker whoever, I mean he just absolutely is making money hand over fist so yeah so I mean at this point in time it's 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 just time behind, to shake up the industry. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like he's got a, he's got a lax on some of his overpricing because you know to go to wrestling, it's it's large. Okay, here it's large. Like well, it's okay, not. I, I don't I don't want to say I don't I don't want to say that I want to sit in the front row because then you can see you can see everything you can see the the the, the, the exchanges you can see them talking to each other everything. Okay, you can see the fuck ups everything. Okay, my cousin, my cousin would sit like three rows back because of that. So, you know, if I say I want to go and sit in the front row, all right? It's mine and Darren's 25th anniversary. He wants to take me to say raw, okay? It's, it's coming, coming to the ACC. Darren's going to take me, all right? Do you realize one of my friends went and to sit behind the commentary is 600 bucks? Holy shit. Okay. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, nosebleeds are like, I think they're a hundred bucks a piece or some shit. You know, like it's, but there's it's not a bad ACC. I, I'm gonna admit something. It, the reason when WCW was around that I was able to go to Nitro once and Thunder a couple times was because WCW's ticket prices were always lower than WWE. WWE, for some strange reason. Um, since the inception of Raw, has been charging out the ass. For yeah, and I mean that's just. I mean, and uh, for me, you know, for me, okay, Steve. Steve will understand when I say this, okay? Back in the day, Steve, remember, remember they used to let everybody in for free, but then they started charging people a dollar to keep the riffraff out, right? Oh yeah. Oh remember? yeah. 
That's what it reminds me oh, of. Oh, I remember. It's he, and, and it's the same with Maple Leaf tickets, too. I, I mean, you're making astronomical money off, off, off these people all the fucking time. Okay, for years and years and years and years, you're gouging us for everything that has to, that's, well, the social banks that are not the ACC anymore, excuse me. Yeah, for anything that's in there, whether it's, it's even be rib fest, okay, you're gouging people. So, you know, like, oh, my God, the three, three seats. Well, Darren, how much were our tickets three seats from the top? What, what were they? A piece? Were they $200 a piece? How much were they? Hold on, he's chewing. Huh? They were three sixty five a piece. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Oh my God. I I've gone okay. to WWE house shows, okay? Now house shows don't draw shit. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They draw the people in that cannot afford to go to SmackDown or Raw yeah, or a pay per view. What I'm saying is it's the same with the riffraff dollar back in the day. You're, char- you're gouging people with so much money. You're making it so you're making people think that you only want the suit and tie guys there. You only want certain people there, a, a certain kind of people, you know? Well, the, I'm going to say <laughs> this. Right. I'm going to go political for a second, but you have to remember that, friends, uh, that Vince is good friends with Trump, so there you go. And his wife is the business administration. Yes. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 sad, but that's what house shows draw. And I've seen it. I have seen people that can barely scrape by be able to afford tickets for the house shows because the the house show tickets normally they run a special and start them at like fifteen bucks. Now, when I went uh, before Wrestle Wars two in twenty seventeen, I went to two events. I went at, to one in Moline and one in Rockford. I had pretty good seats. I, I didn't have floor seats, but I had what I considered a good seat for yeah. fifteen bucks. When I went I got, to TNA, I yeah. when I went to TNA in Rockford, when Jarrett was a part of the company, this would have been two thousand ten, somewhere in there. I paid fifty dollars and I got to sit in row three for a TNA house show. That's good. Plus, well, I'll tell you what, loud, John. I don't know if you saw this one yet. <laughs> Um, just uh, today, uh, WWE announced, speaking of Rockford, um, that they're uh, coming back to the uh, BMO Bank Center as part of the uh, uh, pre-WrestleMania tour. And those front row seats, four and a quarter. Ouch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now $4.25, folks. $425 each. That's insane. That's insane. And that's a house show. Um, anyway, when I went to TNA, I was also so loud, and I didn't know this guy Ooh. was going to be there. I worked with a guy that uh, worked for the Peoria radio – or not Peoria, Rockford radio station uh, when I worked for a company up in Freeport, Illinois. He was actually one of our wrestlers. He was a former champion, uh, very charismatic. His name was Captain Jack. And Captain Jack just so happened to spot me in the audience, and I screamed so loud I could not talk the, the next day. I won backstage passing. <laughs> I got to go backstage and meet everybody. I got to meet Jared. I got to meet, you know, the guys that were there. I got to meet Rhino when he was still with TNA. It was fucking awesome. 
but they the the one thing that they frowned upon was you that you didn't buy a program. They wanted everybody to sign the program or TNA official merchandise, and I wasn't paying the the price point that they wanted for all that TNA merchandise. It was ridiculous. I think the program wasn't bad. I think the program was twenty or twenty five bucks, but I didn't have it spent. I wore one of my T-shirts that I had made uh, that I'd ironed the front on when I went to a Dreamwave show to piss Repso off. Um, I had my flyer printed on the front of the shirt. I ironed it on, and I wore that to TNA and had everybody sign it. And I still got that hanging. In. It's actually I need to get a case uh, frame for that and put it on my wall. Got a spot perfect for it. So, you know, that's that's the kind of thing they. Um, they are known for overcharging, and this is going to really, you know, uh, Steve, do me a favor. Uh, oh, he's not here. Um, let me see. Uh, all in ticket prices. All right. Um, okay. For floor seats, the most expensive seat at All In, which sold completely sold out, yeah. uh, the most expensive for seat much? for All In that was in Chicago was $153. Really? That's excellent. That was, I want to say that's front row. I, the, the seating chart is a little bit hard to understand. I need um, those seating charts. Oh, those seating charts and, suck balls. But uh, and this was front row. This was like you know front row. I think front front row, maybe even second row. One hundred and fifty three dollars. So you compare that to what Vince is charging at four hundred and twenty five dollars for a house show leading up to Mania. You know, this is another way that. All Elite is going to win fans over because not everybody can afford to go to WWE. Nope. And Vince is like, oh, I want, you know, it's almost like he wants the upper class to attend his events and, and fuck okay, over the middle see, class or the lower see, class. See, that's what I'm trying to say. They want a certain type of people, and that's it. Vince, see, and Vince has been programming like that since. Before the first ever WrestleMania. Now, it was a big thing at that time that Andy Warhol was at a Madison Square Garden show. Oh, that is show. a big deal. That's, not, that's because, not, because, not because Andy Warhol was a wrestling fan. He really wasn't. But it was about the fact that okay. somebody of, of Andy Warhol's Renown went to a wrestling show. Yeah, that that's like that was you know, okay, the, that, that, the that, that, that's of time that's, okay. went this, to here, wrestling. Here's that. Here's what that reminds me of. Back in the day, Billy Holiday was still getting still getting her start. When Billy Holiday was still getting her start, Marilyn Monroe went went to the owner of the club she was performing at, and she said. If you keep her, I will, I will sit in your front row as long as you keep her. And that not only made Billie Holiday who she, she who she was, 
even more so. But it it's it's like that big pop in wrestling. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look who's here! You know. Well, I've got some news on that so. front. We're not done with our breaking news just yet. Um, while he spoke with the national in Abu, oh god, I, I Abu Dhabi. Triple H named named a few locations WWE are keen to expand into in the the future. I can tell you there will be a performance. I can tell you there will be a performance center in India. There will be a performance center in the Middle East. There will more than likely be a performance center in Latin America. We will be replacing this process around the globe all over or replicating this process around the globe all over. I see that, as you said, the product is very big there in the Middle East, very successful there. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of people that have a very strong interest in it. If we go in the Middle East and we start to recruit there and we see that all of a sudden there's massive interest, there's a massive depth of people that we feel have the ability to succeed, then we would – Go there first or quicker. Go ahead. I can't remember what I was going to say, but it's okay. Uh, but I'm I'm not surprised that, especially with India, India's got a huge, has pretty much always had a huge wrestling following. As you know, ever since they've been able to get it in the Middle East, like they love it. You're right. They love the bodybuilding. They love all of that. They love the bodybuilding. They they love the wrestling. They love they love boxing. They I mean, people say, oh, they're being Americanized. No. There's, what, you, what, you think there's no wrestling in anywhere in, in the world? But I'm not surprised. Just because um, for the Mae Young Classic, I, her name escapes me, but there's a gorgeous Indian girl, a Punjabi girl, dressed in orange, really tall, and not not heavy set, not thick, but a half big bones, you know what I mean? And right. she did really, yeah, she did really well in the Mae Young Classic. I'm sorry, my darling, if you're listening, and I cannot remember your name. You were gorgeous. You were beautiful. You were talented. You are a star. I'm, I'm going to name the next you know? place that they really need to take a, a keen look into because we were actually supposed to have one of the top female stars uh, of this uh, country on, and due to blog talk, Having a disagreement with Skype, we were never able to land her. But her name is Melanie Gray, and she is from Australia. Oh. Australia has some damn good wrestling. We have I problems. Mean it. With, we no, no, a, she was German. She was Australian, German. We might be able to get Europeans. Period. Here, you know, now that Skype, I don't. Is Skype being friendly? To them again? No. No. <laughs> no. Crap. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm going to find out where she's from. I want to say... She is... Oh, God. How the fuck am I going to pronounce this? Oh, I'm just going to send that over to Steve, because if I even try to pronounce that, it's going to be a massacre. Oh, oh, let me see it, too. I want to see it. And then I want you to pronounce it. <laughs> oh. Um, you're oh, okay. Oh, 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 um, I think Katie, the person I think that you that you were looking for, um, was uh, oh, no Kavita Davies. Oh, no Thank you, Kavita Davies. Thank you very yeah. much. 
She, I was fascinated and, with uh, it, and not because and, uh, and, of her skin color. I was fascinated, period. Right, right. Okay, and, uh, Sean, uh, I can, I can pronounce Sean, that. Uh, I can yeah, pronounce ahead, that, Kate. too. Okay, hold on, hold on. Sean, go. P- pronounce it. You're funny. Uh, okay. Coburg, Bayern, Dutchland. Good. Deutschland. Oh, very good, very good. It's the only screwed up Deutschland. You did good. Uh, she's actually from Korburg, Germany. So that is in Germany. You were right, Steve. I thought she was from Australia, but again, they had said before that they're looking into Germany too. But wow. I'm telling you, Australia. We had a guy on here during one of the promoters oh. roundtables from Australia. They have yeah. some damn good wrestling over there. Who damn. Was it? Oh yeah. Who was oh yeah, it? Australia's a hotbed. Who um, did we have? Of course, who uh, was it? No, who was I want to say his name was Andy. Okay. But I'd have to go back and pull the show and, 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 and listen course, to it. But yeah, I mean, and we, well, and, and then another, we have another guy from in the UK we had. Oh, and, then, and, and another guy life. from the UK. We also had Nigel McGuinness if we're if we're going to represent the UK here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we yeah. we. Uh, the yeah, the, had, other, the, one, had the other one, too, though. Go ahead, Yeah, Steve. go ahead, Sean. Um, i got to say, the other um, the other area that uh, right now, of course, is, uh, is an absolute hotbed, and uh, AEW has picked up on it, and, of course, they're uh, in a partnership with them, is uh, China, OWE, yep. Oriental Wrestling. Oh, and I... Got to say this. I Some honestly never saw China as a place for wrestling because of Japan. Japan has Me had either. Japan has had legacy and history in that country for decades. Okay, you know, you go back and look at some of the greatest uh, feuds that ever were. You had Bruiser Brody and Abdullah the Butcher over in Japan. You had Stan Hansen yeah. and Vader over in Japan. I never imagined yeah. in my lifetime that China would become hotbed for wrestling, but it has. Right. I'm glad. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, maybe they got yeah. maybe maybe they got the. Oh, well, we want some of that action. Well, Give us a piece of pie. Well, you know, you know? this is the thing, guys. The the reason that oh, I even I even knew this existed, and I still don't know how they got into it. Um, but, uh, but my, uh, old buddies from, uh, the old, uh, Paragon Pro Wrestling, uh, the Whirlwind Gentlemen and, uh, the Bonus Boys somehow got, uh, got connected up with the, with this, uh, organization with this guy who was trying to create a wrestling promotion over there and they went over and I think they actually... The four of them have done a lot of the training of these guys, and seriously, I mean, excuse me, um, they uh, have they put they put um, they've actually done live stuff on uh, Instagram and that, and these guys definitely know what they're doing in the ring. It's well, and it's really a different style stuff. too. That's why it's that's why it's going to draw money. It's it's a completely different style. They are mixing kung fu and martial arts and wrestling all in one bandwagon. And yeah. I've watched some of it. 
some of it I don't care for, but there's some of it that has turned my head and gone, how the hell was this even possible? Like, it's amazing to watch. So it's going to be exciting uh, to see what All Elite brings to the table with OWE. Speaking of All Elite, Goldust spoke with Sports Illustrated for an in-depth interview and mentioned that AEW's success would be a good thing for WWE. This is what he said. Me and Cody talk a lot, and I was on a movie set for a horror film that I'm doing, and we were texting about that AEW rally in Jacksonville. Did you say pyro alone? Hold on. Did you say horror film or horror film? I meant horror (laughs) film, but that came out wrong. Um, Oh yeah, we're gonna have a bunch of horror. We're gonna have a bunch of horrors, and we're gonna put them. We're gonna put them in all the Cineplex Odeons around the freaking all around Canada. It's gonna be fifty foot pussies and, and giant dildos, and when everybody walks in, yep. Uh, as long as they don't have golden helmets, it'll be okay, Katie. <laughs> oh fuck you, fuck you. Oh, okay, Blue, are you aware of why I have issues with uh, golden helmeted penises? Uh, not at all. Not no. Uh, uh, okay. Very quickly. I had to mute okay. myself because I was laughing hysterically. I'm sorry. Uh, I just... Okay, don't tell me. Don't tell me who came down to it at all. In they lined the ramp and and I and Ali and Alway with guys dressed in penis suits. Okay. A week later, not, not even a week later, I had a dream about golden helmeted penises. And to this day, I still don't know what they wanted, but they wanted something. They were chasing me, and they surrounded me, and, and, and I mean, geez, man. It just, it just uh, felt like Oz. It felt like I was in Oz or something, you know? And that yeah, was, that was the moment yeah. of All In that almost made me shut off the pay-per-view, and if they do anything like that again, I may not watch All Elite. Okay, um, okay. I, I, I just I have a didn't friend, like it. Okay, I have a friend named John Tard. He has a punk band called The Three Tards. All right, they have they're, they're one of their mascots is a, is a guy in a penis suit. Okay, even John Tars dressed as a penis. That's something they would do. Okay, that's that's a punk band stunt. That's not a professional wrestling thing to do. Well, you got to remember you got to remember the the dick spot guy is the one that was responsible for that. So uh, God only knows what will happen again the next uh, for double or nothing with him and his fucking dick spot. Uh, but anyway, and, and maybe they'll sign Priscilla Kelly and Hold they on. can do the tampon and the dick spot together. Oh, my God. Okay, Sean, what did you have? What up, Sean, honey? this makes me think of the thing that we found, um, the uh, Sausage Castle promotion. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. We got to talk <laughs> about that. Uh, that we, I'm oh, going to finish this and then we'll go to that. The pyro, uh, Goldust says the pyro was alone spectacular. They are doing it really professionally from the heads of the company to their big talent to the new, newer stars. I'm very curious to see what Cody and the Young Bucks can do with All Elite Wrestling. I hope this really takes storm and becomes something formidable. You need places to go and work. Competition is great, and it is the best thing that can happen to WWE at this time. I am very proud of Cody. Finish that, and, and then I got And I know Dad open. would be, and I know Dad would be proud and happy for Cody. He has a great mind for the business. He has done so much already, but he's paid attention and learned from mistakes. He's fought 
for what he has, and his work in AEW will show that. Okay. Yeah. Now, now uh, we got to go ahead. Now, definitely got to put this one because um, in the uh, most recent episode of Being the Elite, it looks like actually the Young Bucks made a handshake deal and signed the Lucha Brothers. That is interesting. Um, Now, this is the biggest news that I'm going to break, and because this is such a shocker to me, I'm going to play the breaking news clip again, because if this happens, Vince would keel over dead. WWE legend, The Undertaker, has removed all references from all references to the WWE from his social media accounts. In addition, in addition, the dead man is promoting a link where he is accepting booking dates. This, of course, in itself is interesting, as normally talent do this when they leave the company. There is no suggestion Taker is leading the WWE, but there have been reports there are currently no plans for him to wrestle at WrestleMania 35. Wow. As with all Mania plans, this is subject to change. I actually saw something the other day where he is signing autographs for $150 and a oh. picture, uh, picture opportunities for $150. That's not cool. Someplace. No. Uh, so if you want a picture and an autograph, it's 300 bucks. Well, cool. I'm going to tell you, I've done my research on this because I'm a huge Undertaker fan. His autograph is not only one of the most sought after, it is one of the most expensive autographs you can ever pay for. Well, uh, if you Blair, go to eBay and Blair? type in the Undertaker um, autograph, you're looking at spending two to three hundred bucks on just his autograph alone. And Blair, some of those come with certificate of authenticity. Some of them don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I get it. Blair, I, I respect Blair, it. Flair's ninety. In Toronto, Flair's is ninety. Okay. Bernadette will tell you she didn't pay 90 but, uh, yeah, Flair's was worth well, 90 three years ago. But you have to realize and, in, the, in, the, in, in the entire time that The Undertaker has been developed and evolved, he has not done a lot of conventions. He has not done a lot of signings. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of meet and greets with WWE. Has he in the past? Yes, but not recently. And if you go to WrestleMania Access and want the Undertaker's autograph, you're going to pay a pretty penny for it. He, I don't know why it is, but I would pay the money for that guy's autograph because it'd hang on my oh. wall and nobody would ever touch it. Well, of course, because so recently he uh, he actually took he actually uh, um, took a picture at a facility with uh, two of Impact stars. Including one Eli Drake. Yes, 
Well, so you know what? All, all I have to say, all I have to say is you're no more important than fucking Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and I only paid twenty dollars. So blow me, dead man. Uh, I, you wouldn't pay it. I would if I had it. I'm sorry. Don't, that that don't, guy is I, my childhood favorite. Don't say that, Katie. I've got a bad story okay. about him if, and uh, if, if, if I and, could, and a girl. If, if I could, sure. Like if I if I had if I had a disposable income, sure, I'd pay the three hundred dollars for the for the autograph in the, in the picture. Okay, sure. But I don't have that kind of money, and a lot of people don't have that kind of money to be throwing away. That also goes back to. You only want certain people to have your autograph, and you only want certain well, people to take pictures with. Okay? It also alienates the next generation, like the yeah. kids, because yeah. I, yeah. as a single mom, I don't have three hundred dollars for my kid to get a picture taken with the Undertaker. I was I was talking. Speaking of that, okay, alienating the next generation. My 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 baby cousin, he's nine years old. Okay, my my cousin Kelsey's son. He went. He went to meet who was it? it was Bret Hart, okay. Now he's met Ric Flair. He's met he's met AJ Styles. He's met all kinds of wrestlers, and they've all been really nice to him. Flair Flair let him let him talk his head off and answered his questions, and and so did so did AJ and and a lot of others. Bret the Hitman Hart, hi, yeah. Who am I making this out to? Yeah, have a good day. Okay. All Next. right. I am looking. Okay, so that's I am wrong. looking. I am looking on eBay currently uh, for the Undertaker's What's autograph, it? and the Undertaker's autograph—that's yeah. uh, a fake autograph. I can tell by looking at it because it wouldn't be that price. Um, the Undertaker hand-signed autographed urn and coffin with certificate of authenticity is a thousand dollars. Well, that's that's a. That's but that's a that's a special set. Um, his his 1994 action-packed Undertaker autograph card, two hundred and forty-nine dollars. Okay, I'm gonna stop you there. The new the new 2K edition of the wrestling game. What has Flair gone and do? There's there's a package that it comes with, and it's not even that expensive. I think it was like 150 bucks or, or 100 bucks or something like that. It came with a pop Funko. Came with, I think, a, a, a signed, an autographed card or something like that, and a piece of one of his robes. Okay. All um, right. So, I don't. It's just yeah. On the low end, you're gonna pay about 189 dollars uh, off eBay for the Undertaker's autograph That's, with a certificate of you know authenticity. Suck my strap on until it falls off of me. Okay, and disintegrates in your mouth. It's not happening. Um, Sorry. I'm looking at some other stuff here. Um, there are some that are cheaper, but they don't come with a, they come with a certificate of authenticity. But I question it because some of this other stuff that is out there, uh, you are going to pay more money for. Like uh, I just found this yeah. WWE The Undertaker WrestleMania 31 hand signed autographed frame plaque. With certificate of authenticity is seven hundred and fifty dollars. Darren, how much was my um my uh, Ricky Dragon Steamboat signed figure? How much was it? With shipping and everything? Without shipping? It's fifty bucks without shipping was almost a hundred bucks to get it to me. Okay, signed, and it might not even be authentic either because on the back of the card, like it's 
you know, on the back of the package, it says 2013, but on the front of it says Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Hall of Fame 2009. Now, this would be but, a cool piece if I if I had disposable yeah, income. Hey, I'm talking. I'm talking. Okay? I, I, I didn't interrupt you once, only to say that Undertaker could suck my dick, and that was it, and you were done talking. But, yeah, I don't even know what I have is authenticated. The one I bought showed a picture of him signing it, but, you know, the exact one I have. But that don't make no never mind. Mine could be totally un- unauthentic. Right. But I have, I have his, I have his signed photo that I watched him sign, and I'm still not sure. Okay. Um, well, if you watched him sign it, it's authenticated. You yeah, I know, I know, that. I don't know about, I don't know about my my figure. I'm no <laughs> gotcha. damn right about my. Okay, I was right there, basically with my arm around the man, trying not to play with his hair as he signs my picture. Okay. <laughs> now this would be probably one of the coolest pieces out there, other than the urn that I have ever seen from the Undertaker. This is a WWE The Undertaker hand signed autographed black replica yeah. jacket. With proof and COA, fifteen hundred bucks. Ouch! I so I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, if I, if I I was that's worth if it. I was made of money, that would be hanging in a display somewhere with one of his hats and and maybe one of nicely the nicely lit next, up. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely lit up. But this this is the thing. He his autograph. I I looked into it when I got my um back pay. And I was like, I told my brother, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy something Undertaker related, and he says, you might want to double consider that because he sent me the eBay link. And I was like, God damn! I was like, how, how in the world is his autograph that expensive? It just, yeah. like, it's like the other day we were at, we were at the pawn shop here locally, and they had a Michael Jordan signed hat that wasn't in a case, and they wanted four hundred bucks for it. And my brother goes, it's not in a case. So that means all the elements are, are you know, touching the hat and whatever's in the air. And, you yeah. know, heaven forbid yeah. you bring that around the smoker. That's yeah. not worth 400 bucks without a, you know, it had a certificate of authenticity, but it wasn't in a case. If it would have been in a case, it would have been worth more. Well, but what was it again? Uh, Michael Jordan autographed bull's hat. Um, you know what? A lot of people don't care if it's in a case. People usually buy cases for them. It's not often that you get a cased item like that. Sports memorabilia is different, honey. Um, You can buy buy shit framed, sure, but people don't care if they'll frame it themselves. People will frame it themselves. They don't give a shit. Um, Now, Earlier this week, uh, on one of uh, my former tag team that worked for me's pages, they were asking for promotions to work for. And one of the promotions that was tagged out of Florida has the best name that I have ever heard for a wrestling promotion, and probably the most hysterical. Sausage Castle Wrestling. Sausage Castle. You brought that up earlier and didn't, and didn't elaborate. Now you must. Now you must. Sausage I'm Castle sorry. Wrestling. It's I, a real I company. Asked, okay. It's I a real company, and I just asked instead. 
I love you. Instead of the eight man, do they have? Do they call it the sausage fest? That's all I want to know. Is instead of the eight man match? That's what they call their battle royals. Sausage fest. That's just sorry, man. That's fucking amazing. But Sausage Castle sounds like a bouncy castle for for gay men to bounce around in and, and bounce on, on each other and, 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 and stuff. Well, that's what it sounds my like. Wife, yeah, my wife well, said, we don't discriminate my wife said, boy, against the like gay, gay wrestling thing. <laughs> we don't I, discriminate against the gay here, so it's okay. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, didn't. I fucking died yes, I when did. I saw that. I, I went that there. I everybody. Died. Uh, I, I I died hysterically laughing when I saw that. That probably lightened up the day that I found it. I think that was Monday. But uh, they you get the award for to the, me. They get the award for the greatest wrestling company name that I have ever heard of in my Ooh. life. Ooh. And with that, we're going to take our break. We'll be right back with more of Wrestling Authority Radio live in the AER. Stay I, tuned. Just. Want to know? Do they pay with a hot dog and a handshake, or a sausage and a handshake? Bratwurst and a handshake. There you go.
Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling, a show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Featuring the pictures of the real wrestlers, who will just be local jabronis that we're getting for a hot dog and a handshake. All this will take place inside of the neighborhood bar that we're getting for the cost of a case of beer. And the ring will be a homemade wooden ring because, no, we can't afford a real, actual, safe wrestling ring. Liability insurance? You must be crazy. We can't afford that either. I'm not getting that much of a refund check back. All we can really afford is the beer and the posters. So, mommy... Get my tax refund check ready and get it signed over to me because I want to hurry up and play wrestling promoter. Tax refund wrestling not coming soon to a location near you. Professional wrestling, entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not betting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook for more information. Central Illinois Pro Wrestling. Hey guys, this is former WCW wrestler Glacier. And uh, you listen to BWR Slam. Make sure you tune in every week before blood runs cold on you. Thank you, Glacier, for that bumper, and we are back live inside the ER. I am Statistic Sean David, along with my co-host. Blue Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. Yes, Blue, a.k.a. Alice Malice Mayhem. I don't even know my own name, good Lord. Are you Alice in Wonderland now? 
Just Further down the rabbit hole, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, all the way, man. All the Sorry. Way. Sorry, my sexy, beautiful neighbor that lives across the street, she rides a Harley, just knocked on my door and brought me fresh-made cookies in the middle of an ice storm. Like, oh, I, wow. I'm considering switching to the mm. other team. Like, oh, my God, she's hot and she made me cookies. I love her. Do you? But otherwise, do you guys have a good neighbor relationship or something? Do you talk in junk? Oh, my, I live in a neighborhood where we all we all were in America, but we all Kansas is a right to carry state, so we all carry guns. We all get together and clean our guns and barbecue and yeehaw because this is Kansas and we got nothing better to do oh, than to right. you know have what meat carcasses and guns. Am I right, Jess, or am I right? Right? Uh, uh, I love Now, we do have also the reason. Uh, hold on, Steve. Hold on. We also have the reason why this show is not a bag of dicks. Yeah, besides me. I was talking about you. We love her. And introduce yourself. Oh, and the reason why the show is now a boob fest and, and no longer a bag of dicks. But, yeah, it's like hot. Hey, out of Katie. We. Yeah, we just let the boys be on air with us, you know. Just to be nice. She's just bitter tonight. Why are you so bitter? You need like a, a nap and a crap and an op. You don't need an audience for neither. Jesus. I Good I, Lord, know, I girl. I, I don't think I had my crap today, to be honest. I had a nap. No, because Kevin Owens hasn't been on WWE programming in a very long time, so you haven't had your. Oh, my God. Kevin Owens used to make me have to shit every fucking time, man. The second, seriously, just before he'd come out, I'd be like, I, I got a shit brewing. And then, like, seconds later, Owens would come out, and I'd be like, oh, man, I'd be gone. Uh. <laughs> every fucking time. And we're in the middle of an ice storm here in, in Kansas, yeah. so it's coming your way again, Illinois. So oh, crazy, you. crazy. Chilling on. Yeah. Uh, we have one well, more left, breaking news left. story that to cover. Um, yeah. And that is Vince McMahon's XFL is scheduled to announce its first eight head coaches this coming Thursday in Dallas, according to NBC Sports. Uh, the XFL is making the announcement just days before the Alliance of American Football begins playing their inaugural season. Which has, which is no coincidence, as the XFL needs to generate some PR buzz. NBC reports the former Oklahoma football coach Bob Stoops is expected to be the head coach of the Dallas franchise. The inaugural season kicks off in 2020, Saturday, February 8th, and Sunday, February 9th, the weekend following the NFL Super Bowl. It will feature eight teams from Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles. New York, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington, D.C. Nothing yet set for Chicago. Mm. Uh, Good. Which is kind of odd because Chicago, you know, at the first run of the XFL, uh, Chicago did have a team. So we'll see what happens with that. It doesn't open until 2020. They've got almost another year before this is going to take place. So, um Actually, at almost exactly one year before all of this is going to take place. So we will see what happens with that front. I am not a football fan. I will not be watching. Me neither. Um, 
I don't Sorry, watch I am a football ball. fan, and I will call, not be watching. Okay, okay, call it what it is. It's called fool's ball, okay? Nobody watches the water boy, you know, his mom. The devil, the devil, the devil. Fool's ball. Actually, she called it foosball. Fool's ball. Fool's. Fool's ball. It was fool's ball, honey. Trust me. I love Cassie. Fool's ball. It's fool's, fool's ball. Uh, that that was a fun movie, and then obviously uh, the giant, aka Big Show, um, yeah. played Captain Insano in that movie. So, a yes, uh, yes, lot of lot of good stuff. Um, speaking of movies, Paige's new movie is not drawing uh, the kind of numbers that they were anticipating. It's not it's not getting the buzz they were hoping for. What is it? I'm sorry. Somebody messaged me. Well, it hasn't been it hasn't been released. Next week is when it gets actually released, Sean. They're just uh, doing preview runs right now. Paige's new movie. Okay. It's not. I can't wait. It's not getting the buzz that WWE was anticipating. Um, Will it do good in theaters or or on its release? We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I want to see it. I will give it. I will give it a shot. It got it got um, good it got good reviews at Sundance. So um I, I will I like say that. this, it's gotta be a thousand times better than the remake of the wrestler. I like Probably. the wrestler. Mickey Work was good. That was That's Sean, cool. that was not a remake. That was that not was a not remake. The Mickey Rourke movie was not a remake. That was not that a was, redo yeah. of the Vern Gagne movie. Completely different no. story, completely Entirely everything different. different. And, if anything, yo, and if remember, anything, we if had anything, Evan Ginsburg people, on this show. Stop talking anything, over each other. Wait, if anything, people are saying that it, it's more the Jake Roberts story, okay? Um, I can see that because yeah. – yeah, because Jake at one point had that huge cocaine addiction that and damn near killed addiction. him. It was crack. It, it damn near right. killed him. It was crack. It was heroin. It was everything he could get his hands on, get it right. Even a sex addiction. Like I said that night that we had Evan Ginsburg on, it's one of three movies I will never be able to watch a second time. And the only reason I will not ever be able to watch that a second time was it hit too close to home. It was <coughs> it was that real. I was sitting yeah. there with my late wife at the time yeah. watching it, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm saying to her, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. I was pointing oh, yeah. out guys that I have worked with. You know, not just not just the actual physical people in the movie, but characters were reminding me of guys that I have been in the ring with and shared locker rooms with. It was nice. too real. It was too real. You know, I mean, you know, and the and the even the outside lifestyle. I mean, you know. When I worked for Windy City, uh, we um, part of our sponsorship was the um, adult club known as the Admiral Theater, and 
So we had a lot of guys who went over there, would spend a bunch of money on the strippers and all of that. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, I had, I, it just, it just, you know, to even talk about it right now is giving me cold chills. It's, it's haunting me. I thought. Um, so. I do. Uh, I'm going to take about 10 to 15 minutes to talk about an event that is coming your way uh, sooner rather than later. And it is brought to you by this, uh, not only this program, but this entire network. It is the return of Steve and I's company, uh, the company that I founded, the Rebellious Wrestling Federation, makes its return to the Illinois Valley on Saturday night, June the 1st at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois, for Rebellion Rising. It's going to feature Hooray. eight action-packed matches. And these folks, I'm going to go over these. These matches are as big as they're going to get. This will be one of the biggest events that this entire area will see in the entire year of 2019, um, minus what Wet Dream, as we call them, is going to attempt to do. Or... Well, minus our event that's uh, going to follow up in September. That's correct. Um, now, let me get my notes here. Oh, boy. Come on. Load Facebook. Thank you. Uh, we'll start off small and, and, and work our way up. It's going to be a local showcase triple threat. It's the obsession, Zach Booth versus the Redneck Outlaw, Nate Knotts. Versus the silent assassin Matt Harmon. This is going. These guys are all about the same size. Um, some of them have been in the ring with each other already. This is going to be an explosive match. This is this is going to be something special to see. And all of these talents were uh, either trained or started in the Illinois Valley and are making their way back here to showcase their talents once again. Excellent. Um, Then we have the debut of the new voice of the Rebellion, Miss Malice Mayhem herself. Yay. Yay. Yep. A.K.A. Jess Blue. It's going to be a tag team match. The Oriental Sensation or the Oriental Craze, whichever one you want to call him. The Oriental Craze, Sanji, teams with second-generation star Cody Jones with Spragan in their corner, which we know what that guy's capable of based on Wrestle Wars 1 and Wrestle Wars 2, will take on the team of Pontiac's own, the coach Nick Melvin, and the drunken Irishman, Angus McDuff. Angus. Oh, and a, uh, and a uh, happy birthday shout-out to Cody Jones. Today is his birthday. So, yeah. Happy birthday, Cody. Uh, that match is no longer taking place because some of those individuals, you know. Um, come on. Why Why does Facebook keep doing this? I, need, I really need to look into this, maybe get a new mouse or something. Why don't you have it written out somewhere else? Uh, here we go. Um, and, and, 
Brian Blade returns to RWF after a absence. Uh, he missed Wrestle Wars 2. He was not able to be in attendance. He will take on a man that uh, Steve Kane and I have had our eyes on uh, that was supposed to be a port, uh, a, a port, a part of Wrestle Wars 3. And that is the SB, Brandon Espinoza. A port? Yes. Which 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 port? Uh, port of New York, uh, Port of San Francisco, um, Gallo Port, Samula <laughs> um, Port. I'm not. Then we have, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that crazy about port. It's a little too dry for my taste. Yeah, um, it's also. You know, I don't understand that because in French, okay, it's Samula Port. Close the door. Port means door. <laughs> then. We have probably one of the most barbaric, uncontrollable, hard-hitting tag team attractions that you are ever going to see. When the team of Poe and Houston, the Axemen, take on the team of Crash Jackson and Bad Henry, collectively known as Controlled Chaos, with Spragan in their corner. Folks, these are these are four guys that are gigantic. These are guys you don't want to meet in an alley somewhere. And this this is going to be something special. Uh, when you think of great tag team wrestling, you think about you know the Road Warriors, Four Horsemen, a slew of others. And it's it's going to be that explosive of a contest. Then we have the one man riot, Frank Wyatt, who was supposed to be a part of Russell Wars 2, but his shoot job would not allow him to be in attendance, will be taking on an up and comer that is making waves throughout the Midwest. His name is Tyler Jones, and I have been told that he is a distant cousin of Cody Jones. So we'll see what happens with that. Then. Women's wrestling makes its return to Pontiac, Illinois, and the Illinois Valley uh, for the first time since probably December. When AAW closed, it will be the Sriracha Muchacha, Paloma Star. Hold on. I got to get this clip. We've got time to kill, so I'm just going to go ahead and play this. He has the most addictive theme song that I've ever heard in my life. Swear to God, you can ask Steve Kane. When Hurry Music hit at Wrestle Wars 2, I could not stop myself from dancing to it. I know. I know. Right? I'm looking at him and I'm going, I'm going, Sean, knock it off. You're embarrassing us. 
I'm sorry. I would probably dance too. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's uh, there's only one other song that I love better than that, and there's a Kansas wrestler, and he comes out to one of the songs from um, Silence of the Lambs. And at the whole time, I'm going, oh, I'd God. wrestle me. Would you wrestle me? I'd wrestle <laughs> me so hard. <laughs> I'd wrestle me so hard. Um, but and and that fun. being said, then, his name is Flex Reed, and I'd like to give a shout-out to yeah. Flex Reed because he's, and then, and um, he's then, a constant and right, professional and love that guy. And right after all that thought goes through your head, all you hear is, goodbye, horses. Right? <laughs> You have to be a serious fan to understand that first. That's a song uh, that I dance to. Then, <laughs> so it will be the Sriracha Muchacha Paloma Star versus Lainey Luck. And Lainey is good friends with our good friend Kikio, the Fallen Flower from California. Oh. Uh, she's doing really well because I know she's had a long road back to recovery uh, to try to get back in the ring, so we'll we'll catch up with her real soon. I'll I'll message her this week and see if we can get her scheduled in the next couple weeks or next month. Um, but that's going to be an explosive match. Um, these are two women that work for Shimmer's sister company, actually what I would consider the developmental territory for Shimmer, and that is Rise. So. We go on to our next match. This has only happened one other time in the state of Illinois. It will be 24-karat goal Jimmy Carrot one-on-one with the returning Mr. M80 Marche Rockets with the urban sensation C-Red in his corner. And then... Uh, yeah. And then it's your main event of the evening. Katie, Jess, bar the door. This is going to burn the house down. Katie Barbador. It will, it will be the RWF's resident rock star, Diamond Steel, one-on-one with the Filth King, Brubaker. I, I'm telling you right now, this has only happened one other time in the state of Illinois, too. It happened uh, at a company that Steve used to work for by the name of Chicago Style Wrestling, Talked to that promoter, said that the match was explosive. I expect really, really big things out of this match. But that's not all. We have our 2018 and 2019 icons of the Illinois Valley inductions with the urban sensation C-Red taking his hold in the icons of the Illinois Valley. But he's not the only one. The two names that I'm about to announce have not been seen in this area in a very, very long time. First, he is the man that puts some wrestling companies here on the map, probably one of the most charismatic individuals that's ever been on this program and one of the most charismatic individuals that I've ever met in my life. He is the volatile wild child, Curtis Wilde, and his wife, Wildfire, will be in attendance. Excellent. She's a redhead. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay, Uh, is she a real redhead or is she bottled? I believe she's a real redhead. Yeah, because it was from a bottle. Like, another thing that really pisses me off is that fire engine red fucking Eva Marie fucking red Rihanna fucking red shit. 
<laughs> and now Maria Kunis fucking red. I hate when people call them redheads. Um, no. And finally, our third and final inductee for the icons of the Illinois Valley was a man that trained me. And this is not only done, being done out of respect, it's being done um, kind of as a personal favor. Uh, but this man has been a part of this area for the last 20 years. He is none other than the Sultan of Slither, Sin. Yep, yep. That man is not only responsible with- for... That man is not only responsible for my career, he is responsible for the career of Victor Priest, a.k.a. Chris Stark. He is responsible for the career of Judas the Unstoppable. Uh, He is responsible for the career of a guy that was supposed to be one of my tag team partners at one point, Damian Sands. So this guy has really contributed to the area, and he is the original trainer of a woman that I just found out recently made her return to wrestling in the amazing Amazon, Natasha Crane. So he is taking his rightful spot into the icons of the Illinois Valley. There will be something for everyone at this event. It is an all-ages friendly event. Adult beverages are available to those with proper ID. Um, Now, this is also going to be a celebration of sorts, because this year marks 26 years that independent wrestling has been a part of the Illinois Valley. Where others have have given up on this area or abandoned it once and decided they want to return, I have not given up. Steve Kane has not given up. Since? Nope. Wrestle Wars 3 was canceled. I have been working to bring my product back to this area. What a lot of people don't realize is I took some time off so I could relocate back to the area, so I could be more hands-on. I promise each and every one of you that the RWF's time in this area is now. We are not going anywhere. We are going to be around. We may not be running every month. We'll be running as... uh, often as we can. And Katie, go ahead and right. go if you have to. I will. Just don't don't worry, I'm hanging in there. Sorry, people um, I'm losing three hours sleep and they did they did construction in my living room, so Did yeah. you eat today? No. Then you need to eat okay. something because you have a little bunch says that you need to eat, I'm young gonna, lady. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. I had a rough night too. Um the last thing I wanna talk about with Rebellion Rising is we will be offering offering a training seminar earlier that day. Uh, We are guaranteeing at least three hours of training. The cost will be $30. That breaks down to $10 an hour for training. Um, And uh, right now we do have a voting uh, situation going on. You can vote for who you want to lead the seminar between Brubaker, Marche Rocket and Diamond Steel. Now, as of the things look right now, it is looking like Brubaker is going to be the leader of that seminar. This is going to be a great opportunity. I have also restored the connections with Midwest Impact Pro and the School of Grunge that yeah. uh, is going to be, uh, well, is actually already open in Pekin, Illinois. So if you're looking for more serious training, that is one of your options. The other option is to go to uh, 
the Ace Academy, which is run by Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. down in East Carondeletto. Wow. Um, and those are, those are our options for training. That's where I will be sending people, if you ask me. Um, there are other places out there to train. Uh, while I like Bl- Black and Brave Academy, I think they are a little bit overpriced. Um, if I were going to spend that kind of money personally, I would go down to Dory Funk School or I would go to Harley Race. It's no disrespect to Merrick Brave and Seth Rollins, but $2,500 when Rollins isn't going to be there all the time is a little steep. You can come. You can I come don't. bunk with me, and you can come bunk with me and go to the Harley Race one. It's not too far from my house. Uh, I'll get bunk beds. We can bunk. It'll be fun. I love bunk beds, but let me sleep on the bottom because I always fall off the top, and I've already broken a leg and <laughs> almost a back. So. Yeah. Um, now this is a RWF Rebellion Rising is a limited seating event. Tickets are already selling. Uh, we only have 60 front row available and only 170 general admission. When they are gone, that is it. You will be locked out of the event because I am not having Fire Marshal come in and shut us down. So, yeah. if you want to be there to be a part of history in the making, you need to get your tickets now at facebook.com backslash RWF Pro. I don't get a seat. All right, boys and, and, late and late, lady and gentlemen. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm about to pass the hell out and fall on my face first on my eat. keyboard. Go not, eat. Don't you now. dare. Um, Go. Uh, yes, please. I'll, I'll try. We love you. I'll try. Go eat. Your blood sugar later. is low and it's going to cause you to pass out. You need to eat uh, something okay. sugary. Let me have some Gatorade, okay? Just Find, okay. Your, find your gummy worms and eat them. Because they've got sugar. Worms. Oh, there are gummies. Look. Darren didn't eat them all. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but guys, yeah just don't overdo, okay? Don't and go the opposite end and get, get some know. protein. Get some I protein know. in you, and I don't mean man protein. Oh, I love you, sweetheart. Have a good night. We'll talk soon. All right. Yeah. Love you, too. I'm sorry. Sweet dreams, sweetie. No, we sweet. love you. Yeah. Okay, sleep sweet, night night. Love I got you. you. I got you. I got I got enough I got enough okay. kids to keep this going. I got us. All right, man. I'm I'll message you after the show, Blue. Okay. All right, baby. All right. All right. All right. Now the other thing that I'm with the show. Good night. The other thing I want to announce on the RWF front is our September event, which will be RWF Aftershock. And that will come your way Saturday night, September fourteenth. 2019, right back at the VFW in Pontiac, Illinois. It will feature the debut of Central Illinois breakout star, a kid that I had the privilege of seeing work uh, at a company that I worked for down in uh, Southern Illinois in June. And uh, he will be coming to be a part of our September event. His name is P.T. Beckham. Nice. But that's not all. The there is when I say that there's going to be a shock to the system, there is actually going to be a shock to the system because on Saturday night, September 14th, a former Dreamwave Triple Crown champion will be making his return to the area in the form of Jason Hades. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing back people to the area that. They haven't seen in quite a while, 
but were longtime favorites of the area, which is why we believe that uh, the other promotion failed because they basically junked those guys, just threw them out, and uh, tried to completely put in all their crew, which Chicago audiences were familiar with, but the LaSalle audience had these people, this roster, that they had, you know, spent years with and knew them, appreciated them. So we are giving them back to the people of the Illinois Valley. Well, and the the great thing about the Illinois Valley, and I'm going to wrap it up with this. I'll let Steve and Jess make their comments too. This area for 26 years, 26 years, probably the longest run area in all of Illinois besides Herb Simmons area, has been run, and it's been run hard. There have been multiple promotions that have been in this town or in this area known as the Illinois Valley. I have been here to see the success. I have been here to see the failures. I've taken notes on both of those things and come up with a new game plan that is bigger and better than ever before. When I say that this event is going to sell out, I mean it. There is no doubt any longer in my head. I know that in the past I had said events were going to sell out. I have evidence now that this event will sell out. So if you don't get your tickets, you might be SOL. And tickets yep. for Aftershock will go on sale Saturday night, June 1st at Rebellion Rising. So that means if fans are really impressed with our product the way we expect them to be, we could sell out September before we even make the tickets available online. Yep. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. We ain't coming to play games anymore. I I posted something on my Facebook my personal Facebook page the other day. I said I'm no longer settling for second best. It's my time to be the best. This is something that Ed Schumann saw in me. This is something that Steve Kane has seen in me. This is something Sir Mo saw in me. Paul Eubanks, Crusher cut off, multiple others. They said you were one of the brightest young men this business has ever seen. And a lot of people for uh, many a number of years have believed that I have the formula to go big. I'm not talking AEW big, but I'm talking being one of the best independents that's going to be around Illinois in the year of 2019. And our talent speaks for itself. Yep. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm very excited. June cannot get here soon enough. Uh, There's still a lot of work to be done. We will be starting paid Facebook ads within the next week or so, um, and we'll have flyers out in April. Now, I do have some breaking news about a company. uh, we, We talked about companies last night. There is a company that has run a benefit in this area for the past several number of years that, um, has not update the promoter has not updated his personal Facebook page to reflect that the event is happening and the page for the event itself has not been updated to reflect that the event is happening and that is Rumble for the Kids. Um, I think Frankie has done a great job helping Princeton rebuild their community. 
Um, but there is, at this time, there is no announcement one way or another that that show is going to take place or event is going to take place, which leads me to believe that it may not take place because that event is slated for April 13th. And usually by now, Steve Kane can tell you this because he worked for Frankie. Usually by now, there would be some kind of announcement. Yeah, there would have been all sorts of stuff already happening and that. And um, the fact it's not. Now, Frankie has had some health situations in the past year or so. Plus, he was uh, writing a children's book and that. So I don't know if the combination of those things is made it to where he felt uh, that trying to do this again this year was not a good thing or not. I don't know the situation. I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Um, it's been, well, you haven't spoken well, to him because we well found out you were going to work for uh, spent almost three years, Steve, because when he found out yeah. you were associated with me, he dropped you like a bad habit. And that's, that's on him. That's not on me. I tried to put personal yeah. differences aside with that guy. I said, look, I said, I don't have any beef with you. You know, you shouldn't really have any beef with me. He played it off to Steve Kane. Now I wrestled this guy in 2009. I have pictures of the match and I showed them and Steve Kane goes, he doesn't know who you are. I said, how in the hell can he not remember me? He beat out of me with his boxing gloves. Like, you don't forget opponents you've been in the ring with unless you've had 20 million matches. And I know this guy hasn't had 20 million matches. So I'm sad that it, if it doesn't take place, I will be a little bit disappointed. It was a great thing. They raised a lot of money for a very, very worthy cause. Um, I hope that if they don't run this year, they will return next year. Um because honestly, I don't consider them competition. They run one event a year. They were never really competition in my book. Um, but I will say that Frankie and others on that board did try to do things that impacted Steve and I's events. And I won't put up with that. Um, the same way I won't put up with Mr. J. Repsol coming back and trying to influence my events. And the same way I won't put up with Jimmy Smooth and PWX influencing my events. Um, I'm the type of person where I don't try to purposely fuck you over until you try to purposely fuck me over. Then we have a war. Uh, that's just the way it is. So, um, I hope that his health is okay. And I, and I hope that maybe he'll blow us away and make an announcement maybe later this week that the event is still happening. But at this time, it does not look good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being in a war, if you have not seen the picture of Mustafa Ali from after last night, oh my God! All right, we his, have some breaking uh, news. We, we his need left to, eye we is to... basically swelled shut. All right, and we have some breaking news. news. Okay. We have a we have a news story that uh, was broken to us by Jess Blue, and I am going to yeah. out this. Uh, yeah, it's on, it's on it's on the uh, Heffalump front, or the flying pink hippopotamus front, known as Rex Gill and Holy Havoc Championship Wrestling, or as I like to call it, Holy Shit Championship Wrestling. Um, Jess was messaged earlier during the program. Uh, in the last by twenty a, minutes, actually. <laughs> uh, we don't have a last name on her. All we know is her first name is May. 
She asked Jess if she was sexually assaulted by Rex Gill. She says, if so, he tried the same with her in the hospital while she was admitted with cause of concern of her recent newborn. Um, this is yeah, what makes sense. She had just had a baby. And I gave him the benefit of the trying to get with her. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, and I asked him if he can go to my place and grab my stuff that I'd already packed and bring it to me, since I'm in the hospital. And asked, would it be okay? And he asked if it would be okay if he, they had a threesome with his fiance. I'm like, bro, never mind. I'll ask someone else. And then asked me what took. I can't understand this. Yeah. Um. I can't understand the last part of it, but he, he, she did say, God, he's a perp. Now, this is the third confirmed incident. There are multiple other screenshots out there that are floating around the Internet of Rex Gill asking females for a threesome with him and his fiance. This is another example of why Rex Gill needs to be put out of business for good. And as a, as a human being... I find him vile and disgusting. He, I, as he, a hippopotamus, I find him vile and disgusting. I'd have to agree with you on that one. Um, this, this, yeah. this Just, is the I kind did. of shit that won't be tolerated. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. This is the kind of stuff that needs to stop in wrestling, period. Not well, just and in it's, our it's, area, but all over. It's not even in wrestling, Steve. It's in general because this guy is associated well, yeah. with wrestling, and and he's putting a bad name on wrestling because people like him are running around doing shit like this. And he is not the only right, one. Exactly. There are no wrestlers out there doing the same thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. when you when you log into uh, what the, the 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 creeper Facebook page for wrestling. There's all sorts of instances of male workers trying to get with female workers and sending them dick pics and all of this. It's it's vile and disgusting. Okay, if you want to get with somebody in the wrestling business, do it on your own accord. But know that if you act inappropriately, this is an age and an era where stuff like that gets outed and it goes public. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, exactly. that's, that's, yeah. just, that's yeah. just the nature of the it's business. Me too. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I'm I'm sick to my stomach about it because, you know, he he just. When I said last night that Shawan Sims was a special kind of stupid, I think him and Rex Gill are in the same category of that special kind of stupid. I think Rex yeah. Gill is in a higher level of stupid than even Shawan. I mean, you know, like, Shawan is stupid, don't get me wrong, and he's vile for the stuff that he's done. I just think that, you know, like, Rex Gill just continues, continues and continues. Well, but Shawan's doing the same thing because Shawan, you know, we've reported it last night. Shawan went back to Joey Grunge and is like, I want to come work for you again. Dude, you were pretty much fired. Like, how did it? 
I swear to God, common sense is becoming some uh, a thing of the past, not only in civilization but in the wrestling business. Right. And it's it's sad. I mean, it, I I have met three year olds with more common sense than Shawan and Rex Gill combined. That's sad. Yeah. So exactly. I'm going to let Steve and Jess talk. We've got about 10 minutes left. We will not be rolling over into the after party tonight because there is no need. Um, I, I, I just don't know what more to say. People like him and Shawan just don't know when to stop. And the next thing that I expect a message from is Steph getting blown up from Shawan again, wanting her to take him back. And her and I and uh, Jess and I, or uh, her me and Jess have had conversations about uh, that happening, and it, I, I can guarantee you it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> and if it does, I'll beat her up. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare put my hands on her. She's such a sweetheart. But no, I. I don't know. I'm. I just don't understand how. You know, live in the day and age where. There, there are people to talk to. There's nobody is trapped. You don't have to settle your shit with violence, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, a man beating on a woman just doesn't make sense to me. A woman beating on a man doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. I. I'm very confused with everything. Um, I don't. I, I just. I just don't understand the world we live in. Sometimes I just. Oh yeah! It, it, oh yeah! Absolutely. It floors me. Absolutely. And 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 it's yeah. and it's it's like we can, we don't we don't put an emphasis on on positive mental health, and you know like there's some sort of stigma where if you reach out and ask for help, it makes you weaker or less of a man or a woman. And I don't get that. Like relationships have issues. I, you know, like I out of all people know that I've been through my fair share of a hundred thousand because I'm apparently a hard woman to love and that's okay. (laughs) I'll take that. I'll take that. But you know, like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And it's like, no, somewhere in there, you've got to have an idea of, hey, you know, let's let's get help. Let's fix this. Let's not keep doing this. Let's not keep, you know, like, and, and as far as Rex Gill, you know, <laughs> discretion is the better form of valor. And I mean, like, there's just no honor in people anymore like somewhere we've lost honor and respect and and just kind of self-respect i mean like it it just doesn't make sense to me like first of all i would be like okay if, if i were a swinger and that's fine i would be absolutely horrified that my business was completely all over the internet now for everybody to see not only is my business all over the internet but the fact that I'm getting turned down all over the internet, because, like, it's not, you know, like, as a swinger, if your business is all over the internet and people are like, heck, yeah, I want to be a part of you and your wife's reason, then that might be a, a, a part to brag. But 
the fact that multiple people have stepped forward and been like, hell no, I wouldn't let you touch me through the last man on earth, I would be, like, embarrassed. I would, you know, like, I don't know. There's just a way, there's just a way to go about doing this stuff and having conversations. And, you know, there, there are even websites for people, like, if you're into alternative lifestyles, where you can meet like-minded people who want to do such things, not just walking up to random people on the street and saying, hey, do you want to sleep with me and my girlfriend? Like, it just, I, I'm just so confused yeah. of how people just lost their minds. Like, I, well, I don't and, understand and that's it. Just it. I mean, there are, there are websites out there. There are dating apps out there for your tablet or your phone. There is no excuse why he needs to alienate people the way he is and ask every female fan that's ever probably walked through his door and every female worker that's ever walked through his door if they want to sleep with him and his wife. That is not an acceptable thing to do as the promoter. Well, no, and you shouldn't mix business. I mean, like, like honestly, you shouldn't mix business and pleasure. You really shouldn't. I mean, that should be separate all the way around. It just doesn't make sense to me. It just, you know, like the whole idea of, like, um, being a worker. And I had this conversation with, with um, Sean about being a worker and dating other workers and how insane that is because, you know, it, it just, I mean, it, I, I'm a worker dating a worker and it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a rough life, but then again, it's something that we both understand and we both can help each other. But, you know, should a breakup come that could cause, problems in our professional life exactly and and the thing about the thing about it is everybody's like oh well brie bella and daniel bryan and the other bella and john cena you don't realize that they are on the road 365 days a year right that's why that happened that was organic to right Ask every Tom, Dick, and Harry, you know, people know that I'm gay. If I were to start asking every male wrestler to sleep with me, I'd be done for. Right. It, it, it yeah. doesn't work like that. There's a thing called morals, and morals uh, are also a thing that seem to be of the past. I, I, I happen to have some of the very best gay wrestlers in my, you know, stable of friends, you being one of them, and, and then I also, um, part of my tag team that I manage, happens to be a gay wrestler, and he is top-notch, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, like, you know, like, it's not, his, his focus when he hits a locker room is, this is a match, this is what we're doing, this is not, you know, his sexuality never comes into play, just like, when I walk into a room, you know, like a locker room, my sexuality isn't there. I'm there, okay, what, who's going over, how are we doing this, what is, what are our plays on our matches, you know, what is our spots, where are we doing this, have we handed our music to the promoters, is our merch on the merch table, you know, like, are we hydrated, mm-hmm. have we eaten dinner? <laughs> right. <laughs> Do now, I have a chance me, to go to the yeah, bathroom me, before have, have, people get here? Have I been in locker rooms where I've seen other people that I thought were attractive? Obviously, yes. That that would be a true statement. But 
There is a time and a place for that, and it is not in somebody's locker room at all. Exactly. Um, you know, it, it, it's just the way it is. There, well, there, there's locker room there, etiquette. There are gay wrestlers out there. I know a few of them. We just recently had one of them on our program, Jamie Senegal. Um, you know, do do things happen in the wrestling business and workers get together? Yes. Do promoters and workers get together? I think that's a fair statement to say that that's happened over the decades that wrestling has been mm-hmm. in the But there are boundaries, and those boundaries cannot be crossed. And a lot of people right. don't understand that. You know, if I were to start sleeping with a male wrestler, the rest of the locker room would look at me and go, "You're, you're, you're—he's your favorite. You're favoring him over us. You right. don't want that." So, yep. You know, if you're going to do well, something like um, that, it's best to keep it hidden. Is it eventually going to come out? Probably. But if you keep it hidden and keep it hidden for as long as you can, and it's not tearing you apart inside to keep it hidden, then I see no harm done. People like well, Rex right. Gill and don't. People like Rex Gill don't know how to keep their business out of their wrestling company, and that's why he has exactly. all the problems that he has. Um, well, and you, you and I have had look. discussions. Go ahead, Jen. You know about you and I have had discussions about how it's important for me to, you know, keep my my situation on the down low. Just because being a female in the business, the last thing I need to be you know, labeled as or looked at as a ring rat or that sort of concept because I am dating another worker in the business. And if he and I were to split up and I were to date another worker, that would probably look like I am a ring rat. So, you know, like it's it's just, it's discretion. It's just, it's... Yeah. Which is why I never – that's why I never dated anybody within the business because I figured if something happened, I didn't want that awkwardness of having to share a locker room with that person. And and there's been a lot of instances of that over the years. I, I've personally had to deal with that. I've been in locker rooms where people have split, um, you know. Two of two of my favorite workers in the world that I've ever worked with are Jesse Bell Smothers and, and Diamond Steel, a.k.a. Ryan Howe. They are no longer together. I know better than to book them on the same card. I don't know that there's still animosity between them, but it's a moral standpoint. You don't do that. If you know somebody's right. got a problem with somebody else, you don't book them on the same card. Right. Because you're going to have issues. You're asking for Pandora's box of problems to open and not a lot of people understand yeah. that um, yeah Ease and uh, John Yurnit yep I mean, you I know, mean it's, they've gotten to where they can coexist but still you know things really dissolved after um, after they both uh, wound up moving to Florida yep I mean she's in a relationship now um He's got a baby. I don't know, you know, how the status is of uh, him with the baby's mama is concerned. But uh, still, I just, I wouldn't tempt fate. I wouldn't tempt fate. Well, and, and that's just it. 
Now, I will say this. As a gay man, would it be nice to find another gay man into wrestling or could actually understand the crazy passion that I have for this business? Absolutely. But I don't go looking for it. I would much rather have it find me. And if it happens, it happens. There are people out there that purposely go into locker rooms and try to hook up with other workers. And that's where problems arise. You know, if you're, if you're going into a locker room looking for a sexual partner, you're there for the wrong reasons. And I never, I never did that. But the fact that I have a partner and we, I mean, he understands because we travel so much and so on and so forth. It's, you know, it just makes sense that we're support team for each other. Does that make sense? Because nobody else understands yeah. the amount of, like, traveling and booking shows and just being apart from your family and apart from your stuff than somebody else who's going through it or gone through it. Let, let me be honest about this. Uh, there were a lot of people know that I had a boyfriend when I wrestled for HCWA Midwest, and he he worked the door. Okay, that was never my idea. He he got world into this business. My idea was bring him there. He could watch me wrestle. He could watch me announce. Da 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 da. He got thrown into the business because they were short a doorman one night. They knew they could trust me, so they trusted him, and they they let him work from there. Me opening the RWF actually was one of the factors that broke up a relationship that I had that almost lasted two years because he didn't understand the amount of time and effort that had to be spent in trying to make this product a success. And it's very hard for people that aren't in this industry to take a grasp of. I've had fights with my parents. I've had with my brother. I've had fights with friends. I've had fights with other members of my family that just don't get it. It's they not just the, it. it's just not the 15 minutes in the ring. It's the countless texts and messages and emails and contacts and networking and you know. I, I'm gonna it, say this: craziness. people consider wrestling a drug, and in many ways it is, because it if is. you go out and work in that ring and get that rush of the fans, you will do anything in your damn power that you can possibly do to make that happen again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I've said, I've said it before. It's, you know, it's a drug and you become a junkie and you got to have that next fix. You got to have That's that. Why you got to have that next, that next match, that next event. Oh, that next reaction from the crowd. That is why so many lie. people leave the business and walk and walk away and, and come back, you know, sometimes short periods of times later, sometimes longer periods of time later. But the fact of the matter is once you're in this business, it is one of the hardest things to walk away from. Right. Yep. Right. Like, well, uh, I, when I hear our music, when gang. I hear our music hit, that that the rush. It's 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 a drug. It's a it's a euphoric. The minute our music hits, it it's it's I hear it and I'm like, okay, it's go time, you know. And then, and then I have to actually watch our matches because 
I I go into some sort of overdrive, and I don't really know what happens. I just let it let. I have literally walked. I have literally walked through curtains with tears of joy in my eyes because there were people that told me when I learned of my health status that that was it. That was the end of the road for Sean. And I have proven every person that has ever said anything negative about me wrong time and time again. I was born on 80% oxygen. I was premature. I was three pounds, eight eight ounces at birth. They told my mom and dad I wasn't going to live. Later, I was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. They told them I was never going to walk. When I told my doctor that diagnosed me with cerebral palsy, I was going to wrestle. He looked at me and thought I was crazy. He says, you're going you're gonna to end up tearing your ACL in that leg because you don't have the muscle mass to support it. Proved yeah. him wrong with that. Proved people wrong that said I'd never amount to anything in this business. I've been doing this now. Uh, April will be 17 years that I have been in this business. Die hard, month after month, week after week, doing everything that I can. I wouldn't give it up for anything in the world. I wouldn't trade my time in this business for anything but it's a hard business to be in and people don't understand that they're the wrestling business. You, you think your friends or your girlfriends or your boyfriends or whatever, your family will stab you in the back and you're not in this industry. Get in this industry. and realize <laughs> People will be the first ones to stab you in the back because it's happened to oh, me God, time yeah. and time again. I've already found that out. And you know, like, I'm I'm so new in the business that I don't even, you know, have a resume like any of you guys do. And I've already seen the betrayals and the jealousy and the crap, and it's just obnoxious. It's like, you know, like I literally, like, I feel like there's so many promotions and so much out there that, there's a chance that we can all win. There's no, there's no reason for all of us to stab each other in the back and be jealous and all that. But yet, that's just not how people are. I mean, you know, like I've told people, look, there people will be like, I'm so jealous you have all these bookings, and it's like, do you know why I have all these bookings? Because I make these contacts and I put the effort in, and I'm, you know, I'm out there working and making it happen. I'll be glad to show you how to do it. And I'll be more than glad to help you, you know, give you some contacts for you to try to sell yourself, you know. They they just would rather talk shit on me and be, you know, stupid. I'll be honest. There's a reason why I don't get booked a lot. And it's because people know I have a very low tolerance for bullshit. I will be the first one to call you on it. I have been around long enough that I don't have to put up with locker room drama I don't have to put up with he said he said she said bullshit. I walked away from a company in June that I was originally supposed to help book for because of bullshit. Straight up bullshit. And the promoter let it fly. I have walked away from companies where my health status has been outed and I have been told that it would never be an issue and it became an issue. You know I what I love? I would much rather sit at home on my ass every weekend than work in a place that I'm going to be unhappy. I love the fact that people are holding against me my connection with you, and I love it because I'm like, okay, if you're going to hold – there's 
there's nothing more beautiful in the world than to know exactly where you stand with somebody. And it's, it's even more amazing when you know it early on in the relationship. You know, when people, people like, oh, you're connected with him? Yeah, no, yeah, no, we're not going to work with you or whatever. That's fine with me because, you know what, I have better opportunities through working with him than I would ever have working with you. Well, and that's just what, that's a, that's what a lot of people don't realize. I've been doing this 17 years. I've got connections that run deeper than water. Okay? I, I, a lot of people don't realize I have connections in Canada. I don't have all the connections that I used to have in Mexico, but I still have some. I've got connections in the U.K. And that is why when I told Shawan, when I booked him the first time, that I couldn't make or break him, and he didn't believe me, he found out the hard way exactly what I meant. I have – I hold the power and the key in my hand to make or break you, and a lot of people don't believe that. Everybody's like, oh, Sean's just one of these low-end promoters, and he's going to fade away and die and you know all of that. I have not faded away yet, okay? I took four years off the first time I uh, took a hiatus from – well, actually, no. Let me rephrase that. I took three years off from 2009 to 2012. I took four years off from 2012 to 2016. And from 2017 till now, another two years, I've not been running shows, but I've still been active in the business. I still have my connections. I still have my hands and things all over the place. And a lot of people don't realize that Steve and I, people try to get Steve to (laughs) – that, well, you'll have a laugh at this one. Jimmy Smooth came to Steve Kane and said, I don't know why you're working with Sean. Steve, you want to tell Jess what you told him? Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm trying to even remember. I can't, and I can't right now. I mean, you know, I mean, he, oh, you know, he, he tried, he tried, you know, we were going to have him on that third show. And yep. then he was so uh, reluctant to do it because of his, his connection to a promotion up here closer to the Chicago area. It's like, uh, Jimmy, it's not even, you know, within, within the, within a reasonable driving distance. So it's not like, you know, it's any competition. And then I was going to use my connections with a, uh, certain other promoter that was running in the LaSalle Peru area. I said, you do this show, and I will work to get you working over there, which was definitely closer to where he lives than this promotion up north by Chicago. Yep. And that. And then, yeah, and then he comes back and says, you know, I don't, I don't understand why you're, why you're working with him, and he – Call, and he called, you know, he called Sean all sorts of bad names and that. And it's like, uh, dude, you were gonna, you were gonna jump and work for us. It was actually, there was actually legitimate conversations between Smooth and I of him coming on as a backer before he bought out Powerhouse and and opened his what I call shit fest of the company over at the Silver Slipper. And that's another reason yeah. why when he opened, I attacked him the way that he did. I was like, wait, wait a minute. You're you're gonna go from 
you know, working with a company that's been through hell and back and stood the test of time and go do your own thing and not have my help doing it. And I offered to help. And he, his first move was hiring Beast. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back on that one. Because mm-hmm. I won't work with the guy. I, I would much rather take that guy out to a pig farm and let the pigs eat him than work on the same show as him. I worked one show with him in the last three years, and we didn't say two words to each other the entire time we were there. I was, the, I was a manager. I was supposed to manage him. He threw a pitch fit with the promoter, so I didn't manage him. I managed somebody else, and that was, the, that was it. And I, I, yep. Yep. I told the promoter, I said, if you book him, I won't come. I said I don't care. Yep. You you can hey, Sean, you can choose who you, you want. Saw, we just lost Jess. I did not. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna take this yeah. home. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out tonight. I'd like to uh, invite everybody to come back next week on Tuesday night for Tuesday night turmoil. And uh, I know we had promised this, but my schedule will not allow it. Uh, but next week, we will be relaunching Throwback Thursday. I don't know what we're going to throw up yet, but it'll be a previously uh, aired broadcast, and we invite you to go back and listen to that for your listening enjoyment. Uh, you'll probably learn a thing or two. We have been doing this show. It'll be six years in October. I have learned more in six years doing this program than probably what I've learned in my entire wrestling career. Um, Just for the simple fact, the connections that we've made, the conversations that we've had, the, the tricks of the trade that I've been able to pick up on by doing this program have been amazing. We're not going anywhere. This program's not going anywhere. There were a lot of people that thought, you know, people like Joey Eastman could break this program. Hasn't happened yet. And it won't. Because people like Steve Kane and, and my other co-hosts will not allow it to happen. Nope. We will have not a scheduled guest for next week. Uh, I guarantee that. Uh, Steve Kane, Just Blue, and myself will be working on booking a guest. Don't know who it'll be right now, but uh, be sure to check out our Facebook, Wrestling Authority Radio on Facebook, and uh, we'll have an announcement posted there. So until next time that we are all in the ER, be safe out there. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. If you're traveling, be safe on the road. I am Mr. Sean David, bidding you farewell for the team. And the need of wrestling referee, Steve Kane. You know what time it everybody. is. You can go where you want, but you can't stay here. Get out. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol to finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.